meteors hit the earth and set it all on fire. For decades now, the ash clouds have blackened the sky and blocked the sun in this dark new ice age. What survivors there are scavenge the ruins of our civilization, hunting and gathering together as tribes. Except one. He hunts and gathers them. The man crawls out of the sewer onto the broken street. Watching a family huddled around a fire inside an old gas station, he debates which one to take. The husband and wife are too strong and heavy for his old bones, but one of their boys, who just wandered outside, looks easy to carry. Before little Martin can explore the property much further, the man creeps over and puts a wet rag over his face. Knocking him out, he quickly drags the unconscious child back to the sewer, closing the manhole cover behind them. The boy wakes up groggy, strapped to a cold steel table. Deep underground in an old laboratory and bomb shelter, his kidnapper speaks to a video monitor. Hello, my name is Thomas Morrow, and I am the last living member of my family, and most likely last scientist on Earth. The latest test subject I have gathered from the surface is currently waiting on the exam table, where their vitals are monitored. This will continue before and after their expiration. Martin screams for help until it annoys Morrow enough to stop and face him. Will you shut up, you little mongrel? No one is coming. He sedates him with a needle before continuing. Now, as I was saying, this will be the 100th time I've successfully extracted human consciousness and collected a, a soul particle, if you will, upon death. He explains that there's been no differences in any of the children he's used for this procedure. And after putting Martin on a hospital gurney, he's wheeled to a platform, then lowered to the room below. Loaded into an MRI machine, the big tube has been patched together with high-tech scraps from NASA and MIT. It hums to life before the lethal injection into the boy's neck, stopping his heart as he's pulled inside. The bright lights shine on his little body shaking until it stops. Dead, now the particle responsible for Martin's consciousness leaves his corpse. The screen confirms it for the scientist who presses a button and collects it inside an ion chamber with 99 others. Recording again, Morrow says that he's ready for the next phase of experiments. Before he died, my father built a particle accelerator small enough 
to fit in one room, and I will use it to accelerate the particles that make up a human spirit colliding into each other at point 0.99 times the speed of light, and see what's inside them. Reaching in the MRI tube over Martin's corpse, he collects a metallic container and takes the elevator platform all the way down to the last floor. Filling up almost the whole level is a donut-shaped machine with computer terminals all around. Loading the canister into the device, he locks it into place and injects the particles. They spin inside the ring until they're moving as fast as possible, colliding in three, two, one. The accelerator explodes, sending fiery pieces everywhere before they're quickly sucked inside a black hole. With its powerful gravity, Morrow is dragged in too, when the portal closes, leaving the scientist stuck in an empty black dimension between life and death. Purgatory a soulless place.